welcome to our Victory Outreach Chino podcast. We pray you are blessed, encouraged, and challenged with this message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated again. Praise God. It's a real joy for me to be able to be here at the Mother Church. And I'd like to also have uh, my wife, Julie, just go ahead and she, she, her voice is all shot from being there. I don't know what she did, boy, but she's shot from that women's convention. Just stand and wave at them, Julie. I think my voice is a little shot as well. I wasn't at the convention, man, but I was praying for you guys. Kike has been a a blessing to us because uh, when I think about Latin America, Kike was uh, one of the the guys that I said, you know, you need to not only be in Panama, but also you need to be the pastor in Panama. And uh, when you think about the ministry in Panama and the church there, it's grown to be actually the biggest victory outreach church in Latin America, in Latin America. And then we have right, right behind them, we have Guadalajara as well, and uh, so many things that are happening around the world. God has given me the ability, or the, not the ability, but uh, the chance, I would say, to be able to go into different parts of the world. And this has been our, our vision from the very, very beginning. You know, God has taken us to another level, globally, and I can see that he's taken us to another level right here in the Mother Church. I could see it. This morning I was so stirred up because I say this is the fulfillment of the promise, the promise that God has given to us that this is the time, this is the time that he wants to take us into miracle territory. And he wants to take us from the natural into the supernatural. And that's what I want to talk to you. I'm not going to talk to you, for you, uh, to you long because uh, Pastor Sonny has something that he wants to do. So I'm going to take it short and then turn it over to Pastor Sonny to do something special this morning. But if you have your Bibles, I'm going to ask you to open up your Bibles to Joshua chapter 1. And verse 3, very simple scripture that we have right here. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 3. And it says, I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. Now one of the things that every one of us have to recognize that God is a God of miracles. We have to keep that within our minds. We can't keep that before us, that God, God is a God of miracles. And throughout the Bible, we witness many miracles that have taken place. If you begin to count the miracles, you'll be, you'll be able to see so many miracles that have taken place within the Bible. But sad to say, there are many Christians today that suffer from the sin of unbelief. Sometimes you want to see something happen. You want to see greater things happen. And the reason why they can't happen is because there's a sin of unbelief. They don't believe. 
they have the sin of unbelief within their lives. They do not believe many that God is still working miracles. You say, could that happen within the church? I say, yes, that happens within the church. It's happening right now frequently. It's happening even more within the Christian church, within the Christian community. And the greatest miracle that I would say that we have today is actually the miracle of salvation. That's the greatest miracle that we have today. And if, uh, if you want to believe in miracles, if you want to, you want to believe in the, the miracle of salvation or you want to see the miracle of salvation, when you get up in the morning, just look in the mirror. Especially Victory Outreach. Get up in the morning and look in the mirror. You see yourself. You are a miracle. You know, we have the, the Holy Spirit and not only do we have the Holy Spirit, we have the Holy Spirit that is within us. The power of the Holy Spirit that is within us. And because of that, our lives should be not lived in the natural. I, I believe that any one of us, we should not be living in the natural, but we should be living in the supernatural. In the supernatural. That's the way our lives should be lived. Our lives should be lived that... Uh, to be an explicable life that could only be explained in terms of God. This is the way you need to be looked at. When people look at you, you need to be looked at, man, there's something different about her and there's something different about him. And you know what I've been doing lately is that I've been, instead of uh, speaking a lot, I kind of been like a coach. I have a team and I've been playing, I've been getting teams and putting them together, just like you have a team that you put them on first place, and you have another one you put on second place, on second base, and you have another one put on third base. This is what I've been doing throughout the world, setting up teams that could go out and reach the country for Jesus. In the beginning, what I did is I was looking to reach cities. When we started out in the beginning of Victory Outreach, I was looking to reach East LA, you know the story. East LA for Jesus, that was the beginning. It was the beginning of a humble beginning when we started. And all we had was the faith to believe for the city of LA. But you know, as you begin to give your life to God, as you surrender to God and begin to give your life to God, God takes you into another level. You know, it'd be great if you could see everything that God wants to do within your life but it doesn't happen that way. That's the problem that we have. That we say, God, I know that you have something for me. Show me what it is. And if you show me what it is, then I'll step out. But God's saying, no, I'm not going to really show you what it is. I want you to step out first into miracle territory. That's what he did with the Israelites. The Israelites, they had a promise. You're going to take the promised land. But for you to take the promised land, you have to step out into the deep. And this is something that they didn't want to do. And just like they didn't want to do that, step out into the deep, there are many of us that are not willing to do that in stepping out. The sad part about it, you want everything. You, you want to know, well, where am I going? Or uh, I want to understand what you want me to do. But God doesn't work that way. God says, just take this step and 
take this other step and another step, and I'll take you where I want to take you. I'll fulfill that promise that I've given to you. And the beautiful part about it is that God has given us a promise. God has given us a promise to reach the inner cities of the world. And everyone have a role to play. Every one of us have a role to play in that promise that God has given to us. He's given it to us a long time ago. Given it to us. And for, for me, it's easy to serve God. And the reason why it's easy to serve God is because I have a promise. And I've taken that promise and I've put it in my heart. And I says, I'm believing God for the fulfillment of this promise. And you know the scriptures. You know the scriptures that we have. First you're going to give us the treasures out of darkness. And after that, your descendants. Your descendants. And I read it over and over again. You know, the treasures out of darkness. And also, your descendants shall inherit the nations. That means the descend, That means my grandchildren, your grandchildren, that are going to be able to inherit the nations. And I've gotten a hold of that. First, I remember that I was working with the, uh, the oldies. And uh, there's some oldies that were here this morning. You could tell who they were. <laughs> they came up to me, the oldies. And the oldies, I saw them. I embraced them. And those are the ones that were with me in starting this ministry, the oldies. And they're still around. Not many, but they're still around. <laughs> oldies. And then there's the Joshua <clears throat> generation that God is has raised up, and they're the ones that are going strong, Joshua generation. This is uh, Joshua generation right here, Joshua generation right here, right, a Joshua generation that God has raised up. And then there's another generation that the promise is that they shall dispossess nations, not inherit. Inherit is easy. They sit back and they think they're going to inherit something. They got to step out. They, they have to also step out into the deep, into the deep. Just like the children of Israel had to step out, they also need to be able to step out into the deep. So that's the, uh, that's the third wave generation that the Lord has raised up. And I've been giving myself to them. I've been giving myself to the third wave generation. This is why I've been giving myself in Latin America. In Latin America, let me see, I got it written down here. I've been giving myself to Panama. Panama. Panama was tough in the beginning, in Panama. And then God raised up Kike, came in, and we were able to place Kike as the pastor. We were able to place a team, and we were believing God, we're going to take Panama for Jesus. That was believing God. We're gonna the promise. We're gonna step. We're gonna believe God for that promise, and we're gonna take Panama for Jesus. Not only Panama, but also Latin America for Jesus. Now, in the beginning, you know, I, in the beginning of my, my ministry, I never I never had the ministry in Spanish. In fact, I gave that to Chewy. I don't know if you know Chewy, but I said, Chewy, you take the Spanish. And then Chewy was with the Spanish, and I said, No, I. I'm not too good at Spanish. I, when I speak Spanish, I say bad words. <laughs> you know, you could do that very easy. You could have your slang, 
And then when you say the Spanish, I say I had a slang, I said a word in Spanish, and then the sisters would say, oh no, pastor, no, pastor, no esa palabra. And I thought, what did I say? I didn't say anything wrong then, you know. But that happens very easily. It happens very, very easily. And uh, I figured I'm not going to be in a ministry, in Spanish ministry, but you never know what God's going to do. You never know what God's going to do. That's why you always have to be open. You always have to be ready where God would take you. And then all of a sudden, God, God began to put a burden on my heart, put a burden on my heart for Latin America. I still don't, don't speak it good. When I want to preach, I like to have an interpreter because I say the bad words. <laughs> and, uh, and I never thought, I never thought that God would call me into Latin America. The one that had to call into not only Latin America, but to Mexico was Julie. Julie had the calling to Mexico, and the calling that she had was different than what I would have. Even though I went to Mexico, she always likes to rough it. You know, I don't know why. And her calling was to go into a little hut in Mexico and begin to minister to those people and stay there in the little hut. That's what she wanted to do when we got married. She took me to Mexico in the little hut. And I said, no, <laughs> that may be your calling, but not my calling. But look what God has done. It's been bigger than a little hut that we're still reaching it. So we have Panama. We have uh, Guadalajara. We also have uh, Holland that we've been working with, Holland. We also have Brazil, that we've been working in Brazil, and then also Hollywood, that we've been also working with Hollywood. Now let me just give you a little, a few of the, the, the miracles that have taken place. We're talking about miracles. We're talking about God taking us into the miraculous. And you can see it here this morning. You see how God has raised this whole thing? You know, I come this morning and I'm shocked. Say, wow, God has taken this church into the miraculous. God has taken this church into miracle territory. And Kike was looking, and I said, Kike, that's what I'm saying to myself. I'm going to tell him, Kike, that's what we want in Panama. That's what we want in Panama. Not only what we want in Panama, but you're going to find it's really... Uh, uh, it's really an example to many of the ministries that are out there that really want to see growth taking place. And this is, this is what God is doing. God is bringing growth to our ministries. Now, let me give you a little bit of the, the examples of miracles. You know, one of the uh, latest miracle anyway. Well, let me, let me give you the, the, the little ones first. The uh, little ones. I'm going to give you the miracle of, of Holland which is not that little, but it'll give you the miracle of Holland. We've been trying to reach Holland for a long time. We've been trying to reach Holland for a long time. And in Holland, we went ahead and uh, we got a hold of another team and we put the team together. And we said, okay, we need to have a UTC and we need to have a church there. So what happened? The Lord opened the door for the UTC that could actually have 
90 people in the UTC. 90 people in the UTC. And also a church that could seat about 900, 800 to 900 church. And then also what about uh, uh, Hollywood? Let me just give you Hollywood. Hollywood, that was a miracle. What happened to me one time, we were in Cash One. That's the nightclub that they were having service in. And I was sitting there, and I looked at them, and they were singing and all that. And then I said, I'm going to go to the back and just check it out from the back. I went to the back, and guess what happened? God impressed upon me. They need to be not here, but they need to be in Hollywood. I mean, it was so strong that after the service finished, I said, okay, guys, I want to get all the leadership. Come on together. I want the leadership. And I brought the leadership together. You know, I'm the type of guy like that. I, I move quick. I brought the leadership together. And I said to them, you know what, guys? You guys need to be in Hollywood. I want you to go out and get a place in Hollywood. So they said, okay. You know, they got excited about it, okay. And then when I left, you got to watch out with your wives. When I left and I went down into my car and Julie was there, I said, Julie, guess what, man? You know, this, they need, this ministry needs to be in Hollywood. And I says, I told the guys that they need to be in Hollywood. She says, Sonny, we have a church already in Hollywood. <laughs> Actually, North Hollywood, you know? And uh, I mean, I killed it out and I took everything. <laughs> She messed me up real bad. <laughs> and right away I said to the guys, I, I, before they left, hey, hey, guys, let's come together again. Let's come together again. <laughs> and they were expecting some words of knowledge or words of wisdom. I said, forget everything I said. <laughs> you know what? But they, they didn't forget. They went out, and in two days... They had a building there in Hollywood. And guess where the church is in? Already they have the keys to it already. They have a building right in the middle of the, uh, what do you call it? The Hall of, the, the Walk of Fame. Right in the middle of Hollywood. In the Walk of Fame. That's where third wave Hollywood is going to be. And then also another miracle in Guadalajara. Guadalajara, they had, a, you know, they had their building. And I said to them, you know what? You got to get another building because I think you've outgrown this building. So they went out and started looking for buildings. And they took me over to a few buildings that we looked at. And then the last one, they took me to this other building. And it was actually like a convention center. And I walked in. And I said, what are you guys doing, man? What are you, I mean, you know, you, you don't have that many people. You know, you're taking me to this big convention center. <laughs> what are you guys doing? I mean, you know, I got faith, but wait a minute, man, you know. <laughs> and then Julie said, oh, how wonderful. This is so great. <laughs> and guess what? You know, we thought about it and we said, this could be a, a conference center for all of Latin America. We stepped out, and we got it. 
Got it. It seats over 4,000 people to have our conventions right there in the middle of, of Guadalajara. So it's been miracles after miracles. You know, when, when, when God tells you to do something, it doesn't mean that you're going to have no opposition. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that you're going to be having some, some blockades or some trials that you may be going through, you know, or some, some opposition that you're going to go through. You're going to go through them, but you've got to believe that God is a God of miracles. And just let me finish with this. You know, when you see a building like this, it's not easy to come and have a building like this. In the beginning, I remember one of the main problems that we had in Victory Outreach in the beginning was that poverty mentality. That's the heavy, that's the problem that we always had, poverty mentality. It was like the Corinthian church, you know. They had all the gifts. We're going to go out and evangelize and do all this. But when it came to believing God for finances and stepping out on finances, they didn't have the faith. And that really, that really, that really got to me. They, we have a good church over here. They're willing to take the world. But when it comes to finances, they're not willing to step out. And I remember that when we were going to go, we were going to go into, uh, into La Puente, we had, an, had a challenge again that uh, we went ahead and we were trying to raise up the money for La Puente and raise up the money. And it was very difficult. Some of you oldies know how difficult it was. And I got to the place I had just, just bought Julie a house. The first house that she ever had, I bought her a house because we lived in rehab. That's where we lived for over 14 years. So I lived with the guys and we all lived in rehab. And then suddenly the door, Lord opened the door that we were able to get a house. And she was so happy with her house. I gave her the key and she's happy with her house. Oh, how beautiful, Sunny, the house. How beautiful. Well, again, you never know how God works, you know. All of a sudden I'm in a service like this and then we're raising money, trying to raise money. And I could see that they didn't have the faith. You could see it in their faces. You know, that was missing in them. You know, be able to have the faith to step out. And all of a sudden, again, I get inspired and I feel God telling me, give up the house. Imagine, give up the house. And man, I said, you Lord, is it really, really you? Yeah. <laughs> you know. I look at Julie and I say, oh my God, you know. <laughs> Give up the house. And then I say, you know what, I'm going to go for it, praise God. I say, you know what I'm going to do? You know, I believe God so much that I believe that God wants us to have this place and I'm going to go right ahead and I'm going to take the house that we just got and I'm going to give it over to God. So I'm placing my house there to believe God that he's going to raise up the finances for it. And then as I did that, in fact, Julie looked at me, you know, like that. I looked at her and I said, give me the house up, praise God. I made it even stronger, you know. And then I said, is there anybody else that wants to give or, you know, come on, how many of you really want to take a step of faith and uh, go into miracle territory? How many of you want to do that? 
Another one said, I'm going to give up my house. Some of the oldies may remember that. I'm going to give up my house. Then another one, I'm going to give up my house. Another one, I'm going to give up my house. And there was a bunch of people that were getting up and saying, if Pastor Sonny's going to give up his house, then we're going to give up our house as well. I've never seen anything like that where the Spirit of God began to move in such a powerful way that everybody, all those that wanted to go ahead and give up. I don't even know if they spoke to their wives. That's for sure. You know, it was the guys that were saying that. I could see the wives, my God, you know, but they were standing up. No, we're giving up our house. Well, let me tell you what happened. Again, we were walking in miracle territory. Miracle territory. Not any one of them had to give up their house. I didn't have to give up my house. None of them had to give up their house because God provided everything that we needed. And I tell you this morning, God is a miracle working God. Whenever you take that step, he says, step out into the deep. Don't worry about anything. Just step out into the deep. If you need a miracle in your life, step out into the deep. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining our podcast. We pray these messages build, encourage, and strengthen you in your faith. If you would like to partner with us, the Mother Church is a great place to sow a seed. So head on over to our website at viochino.org and click the giving link located at the top of the page. Also, we would love to hear from you. So leave us a praise report, prayer request, or if you've given your life to the Lord, let us know by filling out the salvation card. We would love to connect with you and help you get started on your journey of serving God here at Victory Outreach Chino.